Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Welcome back to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots. It's Saturday, July 15th, 2023. And uh, the Casey commentary today is about COVID distractions, uh, deceptions, and denials. There's a lot going on in the news cycle right now regarding Cocaine Gate, the FBI director openly lying uh, under oath uh, on uh, before Congress. Uh, we know this from former FBI agents and, and whistleblowers that have since uh, said that. Uh, there have been uh, a lot of these, you know, again, antics and pratfalls of our illegitimate president at the NATO summit. Uh, so th- there's a lot competing for your attention these days. And that's why so much of this stuff breaks in the weeks uh, in the, where news cycles are dominated by, well, silly stuff. Um, the real serious stuff they try to uh, release late on a Friday night or quietly get out uh, to the public. And that's uh, why we're here. We're here to make sure that we cover uh, the important stuff, the serious stuff that you should know about, and uh, we'll um, we'll certainly touch upon it here today. Uh, but it is up to you to make sure you do your research, go to primary sources, and uh, find out for yourself exactly what some of these COVID de- deceptions, distractions, and denials mean. For instance, the mRNA shots. Uh, there was a paper that came out uh, recently. Uh, the media continues to lie about uh, the jab. It is not a vaccine. It is uh, indeed a uh, gene therapy. While the COVID-19 shots were referred to as vaccines, they do not meet the classical definition. Health authorities needed to change that definition to accommodate the jabs and shut down the argument uh, that as experimental gene therapies, they, they could be riskier, and they are, than traditional vaccines. In this paper uh, published in the International Journal of Molecular Science, uh, last month, COVID nine they said, quote, COVID-19 vaccines were developed and approved rapidly in response to the urgency created by the pandemic. No specific regulations existed at the time they were marketed. The regulatory agencies therefore adapted them as a matter of urgency. Now that the pandemic emergency has passed, it is time to consider the safety issues associated with this rapid approval. The mode of action of COVID-19 mRNA vaccines should classify them as gene therapy products, but... They have been excluded by regulatory agencies, and they say this raises significant safety issues. So they do not qualify as vaccines, never have, never will. This is experimental gene therapy technology. Uh, They remain outside the regulatory definitions. They were rolled out without any regulatory guidelines whatsoever, like traditional the jabs. Uh, And again, uh, they bypassed essential studies. Uh, We find out these were unregulated jabs or just a Pandora's box of what could could happen. The long-term safety of these gene therapy products, um, you know, again, we we don't know. And we better find out pretty quickly uh, as to what is uh, facing all of us that may or may not have taken the jab. One-third of the Pfizer shots were, we find out, were placebo, uh, but they weren't even studied. Um, regulators didn't test the placebo shots to see if they indeed were placebos. I mean, how do you do this? I understand Operation Warp Speed was uh, created by President Trump to uh, help uh, take down the barriers so we could adequately come up with something as quickly as possible, but that didn't mean throw caution and safety to the wind, and that's exactly what Big Pharma, the CDC, and the FDA has done. Hazardous batches contained 
uh, fewer uh, doses. Uh, and we're finding out that, uh, again, there's an inexorable rise in excess mortality as a result of the jab. And resources for those injured by the jab uh, have been uh, have basically dried up. So, again, all of this in this paper that you can uh, that you can go and read for yourself. Uh, this two this past Tuesday, the Senate um, Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic released an explosive report confirming a coordinated effort to undermine the lab leak hypothesis of COVID 19s origin and to suppress open scientific debate and discourse. The report directly implicates the former director of the NIAID, Dr. Tony Fauci. Again, uh, they find that Dr. Fauci was instrumental in the drafting, publication, and critical reception of a controversial paper entitled The Proximal Origin of SARS-CoV-2. In the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic, this paper argued against the lab leak theory, presenting a natural origin scenario as the most plausible explanation for the emergence of the virus. However, one of the the paper's authors and researchers, Christian Anderson, uh, said that uh, these authors acknowledge that the virus likely came out of a lab. Quote, the main issue is that the accidental escape is, in fact, highly likely. It's not some fringe theory. No, the fringe theory is the bat soup, the wet market, the food market. That's the fringe theory. And the bottom line here is that, um, again, when you look at it, there's another whistleblower, Chan Shao. Uh, that worked in that lab, and he is claiming that the lab, which is basically run by the PLA, the Chinese military, that they were developing a bioweapon, that they were tasked with engineering this weapon uh, just to be the most infectious among humans. They were testing it on animals and humans and et cetera. And they were also testing uh, strands of DNA on uh, could it affect older people, could it affect uh, different ethnicities, uh, different nationalities, different genders. This is what this whistleblower is saying and been backed up by other scientists who have now since disappeared. But the bottom line, this is a bioweapon. I believe it was intentionally released to take out Trump. Look what it did. It created mail-in ballots. It created all this election confusion and at the same time brought down the U.S. economy for a while to allow the Chinese, uh, because they were guilty of sin in their actions, as to uh, when this thing came out, what they did over there, they allowed it to escape to the rest of the world uh, while they were locking down their own country. Uh, I think that's slam-dunk proof positive evidence uh, that they are guilty as sin. So that's just one thing. We have a Lancet study. This is a tantamount to the New England Journal of Medicine, a review of over 300 autopsies after COVID vaccinations, uh, jabs, found that 74% of the deaths were caused by the jab, but that study got taken down in 24 hours. The paper was a preprint that was awaiting peer review, written by leading cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough, Yale epidemiologist Dr. Harvey Risch, and their colleagues at the Wellness Company, and was published online a couple of weeks ago on the preprint site of this uh, of Lancet. 24 hours later, the study was removed with a note appearing stating this preprint has been removed by preprints with the Lancet because the study's conclusions are not supported by the study methodology yeah we got to take that thing down can't let the truth accidentally slip out now can we and then there's this surprise surprise the cdc is admitting to suppressing claims of covid jab related deaths again uh, the feds not only had no constitutional role fighting uh, their mislabeled pandemic but also that the feds were incentivizing medical centers to inflate deaths attributed to as uh, the ccp virus 
Does it come to as any surprise that the government also has been revealed to have manipulated other important data sets along this this dark, politically poisoned lockstep path? Greg Piper over Just the News has revealed via a lawsuit that a law school student in Massachusetts has brought against the state. This suit connects to Minnesota death reports all the way up to the Centers for Disease Confusion. It says, quote, the CDC's explanation for leaving certain diagnosis codes off Minnesota death certificates that cite COVID-19 jabs as a cause of death, allegedly hiding jab injuries in federal records, shows intent to deceive. That according to a person who analyzed the death certificates for the Brownstone Institute. John Bedoin Sr., who is suing Massachusetts for submitting fraudulent death certificates to the feds, falsely labeling uh, labeling COVID as a cause of death, says CDC spokesperson Kristen Nordland's comments on the matter to Just the News will be incorporated in an affidavit to petition for a grand jury investigation of the CDC in its home state of Georgia. Again, I don't believe the CDC is constitutional uh, created. I think they uh, are an illegal federal government agency and should be shut down immediately but here we have this spokesperson nordland at the cdc has kind of trapped herself through her own circular statements which reveal that essentially the cdc is claiming that quote vaccination is not a disease or cause of death because well the cdc doesn't allow for that to be checked in a box because it's not a disease or cause of death it is uh, something that we have seen funeral home directors have seen unbelievable things as they are uh, embalming bodies, preparing bodies, massive blood clots, things they have never seen before. The CDC appears to have been manipulating the data collection by not allowing medical professionals to list the jabs as actual causes of death. This is sinister, and I think it is something that needs to be outed, fully investigated, and stop with all the distractions of cocaine found in the White House. Uh, look, I, that's a serious issue, which, by the way, the Secret Service uh, magically, miraculously can't uh, can't come up with a suspect. Gee, what are the odds? And then there's this. Remember, there were governors that put uh, COVID-positive patients back into nursing homes. Uh, Andrew Cuomo of New York, Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania, Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan, and uh, Phil Murphy of New Jersey, just to name a few. Uh, and I believe that's criminal behavior. And they should be investigated and criminally charged. But then New York City Health Commissioner Mary Bassett is now admitting that she inflated um, hospitalizations out of proportion to push the jab on kids. Uh, She said in a uh, release, quote, the risks of COVID-19 for children are real. We are alerting New Yorkers to this recent striking increase in pediatric COVID-19 admissions so that pediatrics, pediatricians, rather, parents and guardians can take urgent action to protect our youngest New Yorkers. We must use all available safe and effective infection control, prevention, and mitigation strategies, urging parents to protect your children who are five years and older by getting them fully vaccinated and protect children under five by making sure all of those around them have protection through vaccination, boosters, mask wearing, avoiding crowds, and testing. And then she admits the small numbers are reported in our health alert. That was based on 50 hospitalizations. I've now given you some large numbers, but they're still on the small side. So uh, here we have a health commissioner. And I'm wondering how many other health commissioners in other states did the same thing. They purposely and intentionally uh, blew up the hospitalizations out of proportion to try to convince parents to vaccinate or jab their kids. And then we have her using the term vaccination, which isn't even really a legal definition of what was actually jabbed into uh, those that, that received it. 
So you can see the uh, the distraction here, the deceptions, the denials. Uh, they again, it, it really is troubling when your government does this to you uh, and uh, and won't show you the truth and won't be transparent. But we have to be the ones. We have to be our own health advocates. We have to demand transparency. We have to demand truth from our uh, folks in government, including our presidents, uh, these heads of the agencies, and our members of Congress. And the more that we do that, the quicker we do that, uh, the more answers we'll get and the better off we will be. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. All right, that's going to do it for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots of Casey Commentary, COVID-19, distractions, denials, and deceptions. Uh, don't forget, full episodes drop Tuesday and Thursday of next week. And remember to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Share with like-minded patriots uh, all around you. Until then, fight hard to stay free. Stay free.